What's up? What's up? Nick Loper here. Welcome to the Side Hustle Show because the only constant is change. I think we have an understanding when we start our businesses that yes, they're going to evolve over time, but I don't think anyone could have prepared for the pace of change this year. So I reached out to Side Hustle Nation and asked, what pivots or changes have you made in your business over the last few months? Stick around in this episode to hear how fellow entrepreneurs are adapting in a variety of niches and business models. Notes and links from this one are at sidehustlenation.com slash pivots. One of the hardest hit industries was the conference and events business. But with many of these events shifting online, some quick action paid off. Hey, this is Grant Baldwin, host of the Speaker Lab podcast and author of the new book, The Successful Speaker. So I run a a training company that teaches speakers how to find and book paid speaking gigs. And as you might imagine, due to the current pandemic, speaking gigs have largely disappeared, which has left a lot of speakers wondering, what do we do now? And so for several weeks, we had a lot of speakers reaching out who had a lot of gigs, and all of a sudden these gigs were being postponed or canceled or rescheduled. And as live events literally were just disappearing from the map, it left us kind of scratching our heads, figuring out what do we do during this time and how do we make sure that we continue to serve and support speakers and how do we pivot in a way that not only helps speakers, but also can keep the business running strong. And so what we ultimately decided to do was we saw a lot of opportunity around virtual speaking. Virtual speaking is something that has been around in the speaking industry for a long time, yet it's always kind of been a a very secondary thing. It's something that not a lot of speakers do, not a lot of events take seriously. And yet, because of this, it's caused a lot of speakers to really pay attention and to perk up and realize, hey, this is something that I can do. I can do more virtual gigs than I can do physical in-person gigs. There's a lot of upside to virtual gigs. And so we started leaning into that, started doing some teaching and training around that. That really took off. And ultimately, we decided, hey, I think we need to create a training program, a course around this. And so in a, in a matter of about 30 days, we created a brand new course from scratch. We shot, I believe it was 19 videos, eight bonus lessons and, and interviews with different speakers who are doing more virtual, getting tours of their virtual setups. And we put together this awesome, very legit course walking through exactly how to find and book and present virtual speaking gigs. And so we launched that recently. And as a result, as we wrapped up May, May ended up being our highest revenue month ever in the company's history. All that to say, it's been a very successful pivot. And this is something that we can continue to serve and support speakers. So if there's anything we can do to help serve and support you, please feel free to check out thespeakerlab.com. It's kind of crazy, but Grant was a guest on the show six years ago this week, way back in episode 57, if you want to hear how he built his own speaking business. Now, it's one thing to transition a conference or a keynote presentation to a Zoom call, but other traditionally in-person events like weddings and the travel and tourism business present a bigger challenge. For these entrepreneurs, a quick fix or pivot wasn't going to overcome the, quote, obliteration of the business. Yet they still maintain a positive, proactive spirit and have used the time to prep for the future and work on some related side projects. Hello, fellow side hustlers. It's Cara from the Wedding Planning Podcast. I help engaged couples plan their wedding celebrations with straightforward advice designed to streamline and simplify the wedding planning process from start to finish. I also own a custom wedding decor business that features wedding favors, gifts, and pretty supplies for decorating your bridal shower, reception, or any other special event. At the beginning of this year, I was anxiously looking forward to the spring season, which is huge for wedding industry professionals and typically looks like around $15,000 per month in sales. 
since mid-March, I'm not going to sugarcoat. It's been a disaster. Sales in April were down 90% versus 2019, and they were down 60% in May. Sadly, I'm actually encouraged by that second number because we're trending in the right direction. With all gatherings banned indefinitely in most areas, the wedding industry has been absolutely slammed. The emotions of having business as I knew it completely obliterated in a matter of a week was absolutely heartbreaking. I have learned over the years to prep for down seasons, prep for supplier issues, for wedding trends to shift. I have prepped for a million what ifs as an entrepreneur, but this was a pure gut punch blindside that absolutely floored me along with so many others. After some days and weeks of anger and bitterness and moping around, I tried my very best to move into gratitude. Gratitude for backup plans, for my family, for our health. Product sales are slowly trending upwards as states begin the very slow reopening process and couples are starting to cautiously plan future events like wedding showers, bachelorette parties, and of course, their wedding celebrations. In terms of the Wedding Planning Podcast, I didn't want to talk about global pandemics week after week. So instead, I created an opt-in to a Wedding Plan B workshop and email series where I've put together bonus COVID-related Q&As, video workshops, etc. Like so many other business owners and side hustlers, my hands are tied right now in terms of revenue, but not in terms of having a really generous spirit of simply being here to support my customers and my audience in any way I can. If you, friends, and or family are engaged and would like to take advantage of some fresh, down-to-earth wedding planning advice please come visit me at weddingplanningpodcast.co. Stay happy, healthy, and well, and my best wishes for future success. Hi, everyone. My name is Alexandra Kennan, and I run a business called Urban Hiker SF, which you can find online at urbanhikersf.com. We run small group, private, and corporate hiking tours that explore the stairways, hills, and trails of San Francisco. I was very excited for the 2020 business season. I had just revamped my website and was gearing up for a great year. Summer is our big season, and by March, I'd already booked two 50-person events and a 100-person event in June and July. But all that went away with the coronavirus. While other tour businesses can easily go online and virtual with their offerings, I decided not to pivot, and just I just stopped running tours. The best part of hiking is about working your muscles, feeling the clean air through your lungs, and seeing the beautiful views. Our tours are three hours, and I just don't think people want to watch me hiking on Zoom for that amount of time, and they just won't get those other benefits. We've decided just to be patient and to open up when we can. I am thankful this is indeed a side hustle for me, and while I certainly miss the extra income which is tens of thousands of dollars, I do have the luxury of letting the business lie dormant for now. That said, I always have a project brewing. In 2016, I published Urban Trail San Francisco, a hiking guidebook for the city. 
And on May 1st, my second book, Urban Trails East Bay, launched. People have emailed me to tell me how much my books are helping them get out in this time when we're not allowed to see friends, go to restaurants, or do our other normal activities. Lastly, I love the book Stairway Walks in San Francisco. It's a guidebook for walking the 700 plus stairways in our city. I have decided to map them out on a Google map, documenting them in Google Sheets too, and taking photos of them. When I'm done with my project, I'll share it with the world to enjoy. I hope everyone listening is staying safe and here's to a better 2021. Cara and Alexandra were on episodes 192 and 193 of the Side Hustle Show back in 2016 if you want to learn more about their stories. Did you know that roughly half of Side Hustle Nation hasn't started their side hustle yet? If that's you, I get it. Starting and building a business is tough. It takes more than just an idea. There are tons of moving parts, and it's a bit like trying to assemble your airplane in the middle of takeoff. Thankfully, our sponsor, Taylor Brands, is helping Side Hustle Show listeners make that leap and make it all a lot easier. Their comprehensive platform guides you through every step, making sure you have everything you need all in one place. Think of it like your behind-the-scenes partner for things like LLC formation, licenses and permits, getting an EIN, setting up your business bank account, bookkeeping and invoicing, insurance, logos, trademark protection, and a lot more. Taylor Brands helps you handle it all seamlessly. And to get you started, Side Hustle Show listeners get 35% off Taylor Brands LLC formation plans when you use our link. That's taylorbrands.com slash side hustle. Taylor Brands, like a tailor for your clothes. T-A-I-L-O-R-B-R-A-N-D-S dot com slash side hustle. Start your business journey today with the help of Taylor Brands. When you're hiring, it feels amazing to finally close out a job search and hit the ground running with your new hire. But what if you could get rid of the search part and just get matched with qualified candidates? Well, now you can with our sponsor, Indeed. It's simple. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. The matching and hiring platform is trusted by over 3.5 million businesses worldwide to connect with great talent faster. And 93% of employers agree that Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites. For my next hire, I'm using Indeed to tap into a talent pool of 350 million unique monthly visitors. And what else is cool is Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use it, the better it gets. And how about this? Side Hustle Show listeners get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash Side Hustle Show. Just go to Indeed.com slash Side Hustle Show right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash Side Hustle Show. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. I heard from several online business owners who were able to make slight adjustments to what they'd already built to be able to weather the storm and even to see some impressive growth during this time. My name is Marie Herman, and I own MRH Enterprises, LLC, which I use for writing, training, and leading virtual study groups for certifications. I started my business as a side hustle, and I grew it within a few years to matching the full-time income I was making at my day job. In late 2017, I quit that stable full-time job to launch my training business. In 2019, my second full year, my revenues passed six figures, despite having a tiny mailing list and doing no advertising. 
Every year I sit down and I think about what the threats and opportunities to my business are and how I'm going to adapt if a worst case scenario arises. I think about what's working and what's too time consuming compared to the revenue it brings in. I consider what would happen if, and then I actively look for ways to fill in that blank. I especially look at areas where I feel I am too dependent on one thing. If 90% of your revenue comes from one client, or you get all your supplies from one vendor, or you rely 100% on Google algorithms, that is a huge risk to your business. Because of this advanced planning, I was actually pretty well prepared for a pandemic with my virtual business. I did, however, adapt the content I was offering. I created and launched a mastermind to help office professionals launch their own virtual assistant business. Much like members of Side Hustle Nation, people were interested in learning how to control their own destinies, and starting a new business seemed like a great place to start. I threw together a Microsoft Teams webinar because so many of my students were unexpectedly thrown into using this software. Initially, I offered a one-hour overview webinar, but when I got an overwhelming response to it, I immediately threw together an eight-hour boot camp to show them Teams in more detail. The program was purchased by more than 130 students and brought in thousands of dollars of extra income. So now I've expanded on that idea and created a second program, which will launch as soon as the first program ends, that focuses specifically on the different types of apps that are available for Teams, building upon what those students have already learned. The advice that I would give you for your business is to always have a long-term vision and plan for making incremental changes to arrive at that vision. You shouldn't only be thinking about how to pivot during a global catastrophe. Threats to your business exist all year round, every year. It should be part of the basic DNA of your business to do strategic planning on a regular basis, at least annually and more often if needed. Think about how you're going to grow your customer base, get your customers to buy more than one time from you, get your customers to increase the size of the orders they place with you and refer you to their friends. Are there other complementary products or services that match up with what your audience already gets from you? Could you offer tiered levels of service where people pay more for higher level services or a bundled package or a recurring service? In my own case, the evolution went from one-on-one student tutoring sessions to offering group programs, and then I focused on increasing the size of my mailing list with a corresponding increase in attendance of my study groups. I'm focusing on diversifying my revenue streams and increasing passive income. For the first five months of 2020, my income is up 83% over last year. You have a choice. You can either give up, figuring there is nothing you can do when you're forced to stay in your home or social distance, or you can brainstorm ways to adapt to the situation. We live in times of amazing technology that improves every year. The adapters will always win. We just need to get out of our own way, overcome our fears, and take focused action. Hey, Nick, this is Nate with microgreensfarmer.com, where we teach people how to grow and sell microgreens through our online course and other products. Business was going great at the beginning of the year. Microgreens are becoming more and more popular across the world. And then the pandemic hit, and many of my students, they, they sell microgreens to restaurants and at farmer's markets, and those pretty much just ended all of a sudden. And tons of my students were struggling to keep their businesses afloat. So we basically just thought, how can we best help them in this time? And we looked at everything people are doing and saw some of our students were actually having increased success. And those were the ones that were focused on home delivery programs. So we interviewed some of those students. We shared the interviews and we put together a presentation. I think it was 30 to 40 minutes, kind of a PowerPoint presentation 
of how they can pivot their business during this time to focus on home delivery. It was really effective. And at the end of the presentation, we just mentioned again, our online course is available if anyone's interested and, and let them sign up during a traditional a period that was traditionally a non-enrollment period. We opened it back up so more people could, could sign up if they needed that help. We saw a big boost in our sales and all of our students that implemented the home delivery saw a big boost in sales too. So it was a win-win. I hope you guys find that helpful and we'll talk to you later. Hi, my name is Debbie Gartner and I'm known as The Flooring Girl. You can find my blog at thefloorninggirl.com where I blog about flooring, painting, and home decor. I also have two SEO books and a course and I have an email list for that. So that helps diversify my income. Being diversified has definitely helped through this whole pandemic, but nonetheless, it has definitely been a big challenge. Before this whole thing happened, in January, I had made $20,000 a month in net profit. And in February, almost $24,000. I try to keep my numbers above $20,000 because I am paying off a huge amount of debt and I'm determined to get that paid off this year. Things really started to go downhill for me in April. Despite my diversified income, I had so many things that were going down. First, ad revenue was cut in half or a little bit less. Even though I was getting much more traffic, I lost basically around $4,000 a month in ad revenue. Second, on April 3rd, my third highest paying affiliate just paused. So that was another $2,000 a month down the drain. And then the worst cut of all was on April 14th when Amazon made their commission cuts. I was on track to make $10,000 for the month on that. So that was a nice $6,000 hit. So altogether, $12,000 per month loss. Well, I started to brainstorm right away after Amazon made the announcement and start to get into productive mode. So on April 18th, I created just a new plan. I shifted my focus and started to work hard on this new plan. And there are really kind of two main components in it, although the pieces are kind of interrelated. So first, I shifted even more towards products and email marketing. So I created a new ebook. I created some printables. I sharpened my email funnels and that made a big difference. I, I actually have a whole three month plan here. So I still have two more months worth of stuff to do. And I just tried to be very strategic in my emails as well. The second thing that I did, and I actually started this first was to work on my SEO even further. So I basically took my top 20 earning affiliate marketing posts, the ones that were already making me money. And the theory is if I could move them up a notch on Google, just one spot or so, it would help make up for some of that loss. I could make it up in volume and also trying to diversify my affiliates as well. And thankfully, it started to work. My number two affiliate actually became my number one affiliate through this work. Their commissions were not cut, so that helped. And I diversified my affiliates somewhat as well. So what about the results? I was totally surprised. 
In April, I ended up having a record month where I made over $28,000 in profit. Now, bear in mind, my disaster month that I predicted was going to be in May because that's when I would see the full cuts of all of this stuff. And in May, given all the work that I did, I was able to turn things around and I actually made $24,000 in profit. So I was quite pleased with that. And I'm looking forward to the next two months of this shifted focus because I can already see that it's working. You can hear more about Debbie's business back in episode 362. And Nate's story is super inspiring in episode 314, basically about building a high converting online course funnel with YouTube as the primary traffic driver. I like both of their stories. And Marie is at mrhenterprises.com. I love that domain choice because I think my first domain that I ever registered was njlenterprises.com. Ended up selling it a couple years later for a hundred bucks to apparently someone with, with the same initials. Now, how about some freelance or service-based businesses? Whether in person or online, service providers are seeing a shift in what customers are looking for and how they want to see it delivered. Hi, I'm Mike McRitchie at MikeMcRitchie.com. I specialize in writing resumes and LinkedIn profiles for mid-career job changers in tech and telecom industries. I help them understand and communicate their unique strengths and overcome ageism and other roadblocks to landing that next job. As a 20-year telecom industry veteran, I also write marketing content and provide strategic guidance to telecom businesses who want to increase their impact in the market. This includes website makeovers, LinkedIn company page content, management team bios, and cornerstone content for blogs, email newsletters, and social media posts. At the start of the year, I was coming off a 50% increase in my sales, my best year yet, due to increasing resume lead volume from LinkedIn ProFinder, something that didn't exist in the prior year. Then COVID-19 hit, and companies were putting hiring on hold. I was able to get a great month in March as people scrambled to update their resumes and companies considered layoffs. But then the resume business slowed as prospects focused inwards on their personal challenges and keeping their sanity while sheltered in place. At the start of the year, I set a goal to increase copywriting and content writing projects with telecom, something I'd put on the back burner but wanted to diversify into. The coronavirus situation increased the urgency of making this change quicker. About May, I started getting contacted by telecom leaders for help with their websites and other marketing materials. I converted that into two clients at better rates than I was getting writing resumes. Don't know where this all will lead, but I am already seeing companies more willing to look at other ways to generate business beyond face-to-face selling and traveling to conventions and client offices. Marketing is the tool many businesses have been neglecting. Something easy to do when times are good and you have all the business you can handle. I now see businesses pivoting and boosting their marketing focus. Now it's my job to just put myself and my business in front of this movement and ride the wave. Hey, entrepreneurs, we know that anyone with a side hustle loves finding new ways to save. So if your business takes you on the road, sign up for a free membership with Hertz Business Rewards. 
work trips, client meetings, industry conferences. With Hertz Business Rewards, you'll save at least 20% every time you rent a car. And you'll save on more than just the daily rate. Members earn credits redeemable towards free rental days. It's also free to add an additional driver if any additional coworkers come along. And for those Gen Z entrepreneurs out there, no young renter fees. Plus, sign up for Hertz Business Rewards today and earn three times credits during your first 90 days. So whether you're traveling for a side hustle or a main hustle, join for free at Hertz.com slash business rewards. Applies to base rate, taxes, fees, and options excluded. Additional terms and exclusions apply. Visit Hertz.com slash business rewards to learn more. If you travel a lot for work or for vacation, you might be familiar with that feeling you get knowing you're leaving your space unused for long periods of time and you're still paying for that privilege. But hosting on Airbnb means you don't have to leave your home sitting empty when you're away. Being an Airbnb host isn't just a way to earn some extra cash. It's a chance to share your space and make a guest's vacation all the more memorable. You might be thinking, eh, maybe my place isn't the right fit, but don't write it off just yet. Your potential Airbnb might be right in front of you. Whether it's a spare room or even your entire home, there's an opportunity waiting. Airbnb turns your home into a practical and even profitable venture. We just got back from a family trip to Hawaii where we stayed in a great Airbnb, but our place back home could have been a highlight to somebody else's travels, and we could have used the extra cash to help pay for the trip. So if you're curious about hosting on Airbnb, find out how much your space could be worth by visiting airbnb.com slash host. Once again, that's airbnb.com slash host. One of the most popular side hustles over the last few years in the Side Hustle Nation community has been to become a mobile notary loan signing agent. This has been the subject of a couple episodes. Most recently, I believe, was episode 286 with Mark Wills and Brian Schooley. In this gig, you walk homebuyers through their mortgage documents, and it normally takes place across the kitchen table. But what happens when you're supposed to be social distancing and business must go on? Hello, Nick and fellow hustlers. John Holder here, founder of the Kentucky Notary Network and the dean of RonUniversity.com. RON stands for Remote Online Notarization, and it's a way for people to conduct all kinds of business and notarize various legal documents, but you use a webcam instead of meeting face-to-face. You know, at the start of the year, I had my head down. I was just practicing law in my small hometown. Thanks to you and your podcast and some very low interest rates that had everybody refinancing or taking out a home equity loan, I was watching my mobile notary loan signing agent side hustle blossom. But then something happened which slowed things dramatically. For safety reasons, ground even mobile notary gigs to a halt. Of course, I'm talking about the pandemic. In the blink of an eye, going into people's houses and sitting down at their kitchen table to close a loan was no longer an option. I thought there has to be a better way. And there is. That solution is remote online notarization. And that's why 24 states have already recognized Ron. Further, the House and Senate both introduced bills to authorize the use of Ron on a federal level, which means it's going to be legal in all 50 states very soon. That's a huge opportunity for you or anyone who wants to grab it. All you have to do is know how to become a notary and do it remotely. For me, I've been amazed at the results. It tickles me when my notary commission out earns my law degree. It got me thinking, who else might like a side hustle like this? Where you get to help others, earn a sizable fee, 
even help the environment because you won't have to print all those loan documents. And from a safety aspect, do it all from home. And that's exactly what Ron U is. It's the online university for remote online notaries. Now, the good news is Ron U is unlike other universities, ones that cost thousands of dollars for a full semester of classes. The entire course load at Ron U to go from knowing nothing to being a fully capable and well-paid notary is less than the cost of a single class at most institutions. But there is still a catch, like other universities, there's still limited enrollment. Specifically, July 1 will be the first enrollment period, and only 250 students will be admitted. Check out www.ronuniversity.com. Thanks again, Nick, and good luck to our fellow hustlers out there. And in these uncertain times, even Santa has to adapt. Hi, my name is Scott Spencer. I am a full-time practicing attorney in Massachusetts. And in my side hustle, I go by Santa Allen. You can find me on my website at santa-allen.com or on Instagram at realsantaallen. That's A-L-A-N. I am a professional real bearded Santa Claus. So that means that on weekends between October 1st and through the end of November, I work with uh, photography studios doing Santa photo sessions with families and children. And then between Thanksgiving and Christmas, I perform as Santa at holiday parties in people's homes and corporate holiday parties, community events, tree lightings, some retail events, uh, though not, not in a typical mall setting. And I work exclusively on the weekends because of my full-time commitments as an attorney. We don't know what the state of the business is at the moment. This is not a busy time for us. This is prep time. The season doesn't start until October. So sometime in the next 160 days, we are in the process of gearing up for a different type of season. We don't know if we will be able to visit with folks in their homes. So what I'm doing is preparing to do virtual visits with children and families. And that means buying uh, some new equipment, new webcam, a new microphone, monochrome background, video streaming and editing software, getting ready for a different type of Santa season. That's plan B. Plan A would be that the season goes off as it normally does, and I get to visit folks in their homes and we don't have to worry about COVID-19. But we are planning for multiple possible outcomes at the moment. For the last few seasons, I have typically invoiced somewhere between eight and $10,000 for the season. This year, I don't think I'll get there with virtual visits, but I'll get part of the way there. And if it's a mix of virtual visits and in-person appearances, then I'll get a little further there. Maybe we can check back in January and I'll let you know how it went. Thanks very much. I think my son could appreciate a virtual Santa visit. He's understandably a little nervous being asked to get close to a stranger. Or maybe he's a little starstruck, like, oh my gosh, it's Santa. Our Santa picture from last Christmas was actually at the Seattle Aquarium where they have a scuba diving Santa. And so being separated by a foot of plexiglass was acceptable for him instead of a Zoom call. In any case, I hope these quick stories provide some level of inspiration, some level of camaraderie that we're all in this together, and this is definitely not business as usual. That is it for me. Thank you to all our volunteers for submitting their stories, and thank you so much for tuning in. Until next time, let's go out there and make something happen, and I'll catch you in the next edition of The Side Hustle Show, where we're diving into the first of several Side Hustle Showdowns a series of friendly debate-style episodes tackling the pros and cons of popular side hustles. I'll see you then. Hustle on.